It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Am I tough enough? Strong and stable leadership. Total rhubarb. Hell yes, I'm tough enough. Shut the fridge. Not another one. It's the Politics oh. Show podcast. Love podcasts and don't tax no. my meat. It's the Politics <laughs> Show podcast. <laughs> Woo! Don't tax it. No. Free sausages. <laughs> Leave my meat. Um, noted vegetarian Ava Santino. Yes. And uh, remarkable carnivore Ed Campbell here. Yeah. Um, You're always eating meat. <laughs> Don't tax it, though. <laughs> um, I will not pay any more tax than I already do on meat. Yes. And most other things. <laughs> Is that my own personal tax philosophy? I guess we'll never know. Um, Ava, we're here to talk about <laughs> Rishi Sunak's bewildering... <laughs> Sorry, I'm being... I'm in host mode. I don't know what to do with my arm. I like... Do that. I like that. That's uh, good. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're here to talk about Rishi Sunak's meat. bewildering speech mm-hmm. about... Um, his commitment to the UK's climate policies. Yeah. We're going to jump straight in. No bullshit. The proposal for government to interfere in how many passengers you can have in your car, I've scrapped it. The proposal that we should force you to have seven different bins in your home, I've scrapped it. The proposal to make you change your diet and harm British farmers by taxing meat or to create new taxes to discourage flying or going on holiday, I've scrapped those too. And nor will we ban new oil and gas in the North Sea, which would simply leave us reliant on expensive imported energy from foreign dictators like Putin. What did you think? About the meat taxing specifically. <laughs> yeah, no, no, sorry. What, what, what did you think I was talking about? Um, okay, so basically, the, you know, Westminster has been really excited today because Parliament went into recess yesterday. This is the first day of the... Um, uh, conference period so we're mm. not actually meant to have any announcements but Rishi Sunak does not play ball he doesn't <laughs> I'm not like those other no. politicians giving speeches to parliament he's not like other girls no um, <laughs> he um so he so there's been rumors swirling about how he was going to abandon a lot of the climate change pledges that Boris Johnson put forward when he won the 2019 election it was all in their manifesto and this afternoon he gave us a press conference where he uh, banned a lot of hypotheticals so apparently there were proposals for 
taxing uh, meat, taxes on eating meat, new taxes to discourage flying. Apparently, we've been sorting our rubbish into seven different bins. See, see this um, point. Hang on. Compulsory car sharing and, expen <laughs> <laughs> and expensive insulation upgrades. Right. So all these things that he's banned, let's, I'm, let's touch on the seven bins. Don't touch my bins. I shan't. Um, <laughs> you can keep them. What are your seven bins? No, excuse me. No, what are the seven bins that they think we all have? I'm personally, when I'm binning things, mm -hmm. I use a food bin, mm -hmm. uh, a black bin, which is mm -hmm. like the waste bin, like, and then a, a recycle bin. Yep. And if I had a garden, I assume I would use a garden waste bin. And with that, that could also be, the food could also go into that. The, no. No? No, garden waste is separate from your food waste. But in theory. It could go in there, yeah. So that's down to six bins already. But the food but caddy is like that big, right? So if you're chopping down a tree, yeah, I don't actually. know how you'd get it into that. Yeah. Um, so what's the two more but You bins? know who I bet who could? Fred West. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he could. No, no, I think you're right. Sorry. Um, let's move on. The, another bin... I've thought of another one, like a, like a needle bin for a needle bin. for like um, bio waste. I don't know if that counts as like a government mandated <laughs> bin. <laughs> no, no, no. In, <laughs> oh no, in the eco-zealot state, yeah. we're all injecting you with vaccines 24-7 and you better believe we need you to store them safely. <laughs> yes, yeah. Sharp bin, that's what I mean. The Bill Gates bin. Yeah, the Bill Gates bin. Bill and Gates bin. So we're out five. Yeah. Um... I've, I can't think. I, I actually don't know what the computer? other bins are. Well, no, that would just go in with the normal recycling, wouldn't it? No, digital recycling. That's digital waste. <sighs> Feminine hygiene? I actually <laughs> bet you that's one of the ones. I bet that's in one of the ones. I thought you were going to be like, I was thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never thought about tampons ever in my life. But um, Yeah, who does? Prince Charles. <laughs> Very good. King Charles. King Charles. Um, and more specifically, Camilla's. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, essentially he he gave the speech where um, he wants to curtail all of the proposals that apparently were being bandied about Whitehall. I have to be honest, I didn't, I haven't really heard of any of these before. I've had ideas on taxing meat, but I mean that the idea of but taxing more fringe groups than would be in Westminster discussing it. Well, presumably. I mean, yeah, it's not the sort of thing you'd hear being talked about on Tufton Street unless they were talking about not taxing meat, yeah. which wouldn't be an issue because currently we're not taxing meat. <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah. Um, and so he's got a new approach now to meeting his net. Sorry, I've got a fly around me and that wouldn't have happened. But thing is, I've got my food bin here. And <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you've never... I, I bring my seven bins with me because I don't know what I'm going to have to get no, rid of at any time. So, um, well, thank God Richie Sunak is banning that. Yes. You're not so weighed down. Yes, with the bins. Um, so he's, he's got a new approach to meeting net zero. So he's going to lift the ban on onshore wind. But actually, he had already lifted the ban on onshore wind. Um, there's going to be new carbon capture storage. I mean... That is connected to, so he's going to open up the grid. He's going to put a new infrastructure in so that people mm -hmm. can get better access to the grid. It means that factories can open up in areas where there isn't currently good access. Um, also means he might be able to heat a swimming pool easier. Because if you remember, he extended the grid mm -hmm. so <laughs> to heat a swimming pool. Um, nuclear reactors, he wants... Reactors? <laughs> nuclear energy, he'd like... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just loads of nuclear reactors. Yeah, all over the country. Um and he also wanted to, there was something else, there was a big one. Oh, I know. 
Um, he's not going to make it compulsory to make your home energy efficient by 2030, which was the plan. Now, this is the real kicker for renters because mm -hmm. currently, if you live in a house that is dilapidated or has single glazed windows and emits a lot of heat, which means it costs you a hell of a lot of money to heat your home because the heat just evaporates, mm -hmm. your landlord now does not have a legal obligation to bring it up to scratch. Yeah, so once again, the buck on improving your home or, that, or just renters being screwed mm -hmm. again. Um, what do you think the rationale behind these this choice is do you know i was hoping you wouldn't ask me this this early on because i i did have a my natural thought this morning was that it was red meat for mm -hmm. um mps to take back to their voters mm -hmm. i think it was off like i was thinking off the back of the uxbridge by-election where that was the the ules referendum de facto i thought that it might be kind of in line with that and then i spoke to a couple of one nation tory mps and they basically told me I couldn't be more wrong. <laughs> yeah, I, I, um, I think you would be wrong if you thought that. They, they, they told me that, well, Rishi Sunak, apparently in my words, is a neoliberal. They wouldn't call him that, but apparently I would call him that. So here I am calling him that. Um, <laughs> and that he just doesn't believe in a big state. And mm. he believes when you look over at China and you see them not making commitments, and yet we're over here, tiny country, spending a hell of a lot of money in order to meet net zero targets, he wasn't fond of that. And so actually it comes from a more ideological, the state shouldn't be interfering in your personal lives brain wave Jinx. rather than red meat to voters yeah i think it's clear that this is just something rishi sunak thinks is a good idea and hasn't given much consideration to the electoral benefits of it i think maybe potentially if you look at the way the journalists from G gb news and the sun asked questions they framed this news in quite a positive light so i think if you are thinking about the, the electorate in the same way that gb news and the sun do I think, which I think is quite an uncharitable view of the electorate. I think you're stereotyping the British public as being anti-green, when actually green policies are incredibly popular amongst people of all political stripes. So you're particularly conservatives. Yeah, net zero really popular among them. Yeah, and it's, it's I think it's something that you can, in good faith, take back to your constituency, and most people don't have any bones about it. Mm -hmm. You're like, do you want? So you want your children to live? Yep. Cool. So do I. That's like quite a, an easy conversation to have on the doorstep. Whereas now these people are having to go back to, their, back to their constituencies and engage with their electorate. And these are people who have now, we've now seen, I think this is the second or third summer where people in Britain have actually really felt the effects of climate change firsthand. We had the dreadful heat last year and we had people experiencing the, like say the wildfires in Greece. And then we've also seen like the horrible climate um, catastrophes that have happened all over the world. And these are becoming more and more frequent. I think people are becoming more and more aware of climate change and the radical action that we need to take. So instead of, so Rishi Sunak, instead of catering to that electorate who understand the real need for drastic action and support these things that Boris Johnson introduced, like a rabid right-wing prime minister introduced these mm -hmm. measures. So you're catering not to the electorate, you're catering to the front page of the Daily Mail. But I think there's two prongs to that. So I think uh, two layers to it. What you're talking about with the climate change commitments and wildfires and care for the environment, mm -hmm. I think that's more important on the world stage. So you look at Al Gore today coming out and condemning Rishi Sunak for potentially rowing back. 
that's where those policies are important, climate policies, because it's like, no, 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 we're all doing this together mm -hmm. and you look quite crap mm -hmm. if you're rowing back on them. What I think matters to the electorate is the cash in the back pocket. So his argument today was, look, I'm going to put more, I'm going to make more cash available to you. I'm going to give you one of the largest subsidies available in Europe to get a new boiler. I'm increasing it from £5,000 to a £7,500 allowance, right? Cool. Cash in your pocket. However, that ignores that if you live in a home that is not well insulated or you live in a home that it has, you know, it's just generally quite crap at conserving energy, mm. it's not necessarily the climate impact that voters think about, but it's the money in their back pocket. So if I am a, a renter and I'm having to spend fourfold on energy costs because mm -hmm. my landlord now doesn't have to insulate my home, that's going to really piss me off. Mm. I think that's the kind of, it would be, if he came up with a good insulation policy, that would be interesting for MPs to take back to their constituents. Like, oh, you're cold this winter, energy expensive. We're going to solve that for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, there was chat, brief chat. You were quite enamoured with this idea about a potential snap election. Well, I think that he did. I just think that this is where my thoughts changed from this morning because mm -hmm. I did think you it was... You were a whole different person this morning. I'm many different people all the time. <laughs> I actually am everyone. Um <laughs> Um, I thought that the policy was so ridiculous and not announced in the House of Commons in a way that I thought could only be read as electoral strategy. I thought it's just so it doesn't make any sense to wait until policy can't be scrutinized and just make a quite ambiguous policy announcement mm -hmm. unless it's connected to an election. I would say even during his speech, there was some fighting talk. He was talking at one point that politics needs to be more transparent. The green agenda uh, needs better thinking, bigger thinking, more inventive thinking. That's, that's election speak. That is. That's not just I'm your prime minister and I'm here for a little press conference. Mm, I don't know. I think it seems like you guys are wrong about the, cli about the climate. I'm right. And I'm going to do that because I'm prime minister. I know it's unpopular. So that's why I've done it out with the realms of normal parliamentary procedure. So it can't be scrutinised. I don't know. I think, but I also think, are you announcing an incredibly unpopular policy? And they've probably said to each other, like, that's great. You've told voters you're going to put an extra £7,500 in their back pocket. They're going to love that. But also, I don't, know if, I don't know if voters believe that. No. Are you, okay, do you know my other point on the snap, but the reason that I thought this could be leading up to an election is because the policy, on the policy being so rushed out... That I, the kinks weren't worked out when he was giving that speech. Mm. You know, he was asked a question, how much is this going to save the average household? Mm -hmm. And he couldn't give an answer. He said, it could be five, could be 10, 15 or 20,000 pounds. It's like, <laughs> Rishi, big difference. I know for you, that's like, you know, <laughs> dinner at Nico's on like Saturday one night. Salary. Like, yeah. <laughs> maybe two months salary. You might have to miss a meeting. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one after dinner speech your uh, your skiing trip would be a day shorter skiing trip no you wouldn't get his level of standard of skiing trip for five grand would you I don't know a day I don't know have you been skiing yeah have you no no I think I think the audience can tell that about us really yeah no I think I give the impression I would have been skiing I think if the choice was one of these people hasn't been skiing mm. I think they choose you well maybe should we do a Paul. <laughs> yeah, drop a comment. It's before this conversation. You thought that I'd been skiing and Ava hadn't. 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Not another one? It's the Politics Show podcast. So this has been a really weird day, right? Because so this policy kind of got dripped out overnight and then it started this morning and immediately every single person in the country seemed to be angry at him. Mm -hmm. So the first person to be angry with him was Ford Motors, who were like, oh, yeah, what the hell, Rishi? Mm -hmm. We've just done a whole load of investment in the country Mm -hmm. because you told us that you were cutting out petrol cars from 2030. So we've put all the electric vehicle factories here and we've invested a hell of a lot of money. I think it's 400 million just on EVs or something. And he's convinced them off of that premise to put their business here. They were angry. Caroline Lucas was angry Mm. because she was backing Ford. Hey, she was like, these guys have spent a lot of money here. Uh, The green lobby. Yeah. Unlikely. (laughs) Do you know the Lord of the Rings meme? No. Uh, Lord of the Rings heads, who is, I don't know, most people, because they're amazingly successful movies. everyone who listens to this is a massive virgin. <laughs> I think, I actually disagree with you. I think <laughs> Lord of the Rings is a really popular franchise that appeals to everybody. Won Oscars. Yeah. Um, but there's a bit where, I'm going to have to explain Lord of the Rings to you. Where <laughs> Gimli, <laughs> I think it's Gimli and Legolas are about to go into battle. Who the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so, Gimli's a dwarf. And Legolas is an elf. And they're usually enemies. An earl? Elf. Elf. Um, and he's like, I never thought I'd die side by side with an elf. And Legolas goes, how about a friend? So I, a friend. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Caroline Lucas and Ford. Oh, that was good. So anyway, after Caroline... <laughs> <laughs> After Caroline Lucas was furious about it, Boris Johnson was furious about it. Yeah. The best part about Boris Johnson being angry about it was that Sunak almost made him look principled. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, he he did. Because, um, you know, when I said to you earlier, like, you don't want my notes, they are so all over the place. (laughs) I don't know where the... (laughs) I've written it on here, what he said, but I can't... Oh, I've got it. You got it? No, that's the speaker. (laughs) Um... For audio listeners, Ava has six sheets of paper sp- sprawled in front of her. But what you've got to understand is that I wrote them all, all the notes on three different apps and then I just copy and pasted <laughs> everything in at the same time. Very um, Anyway, so yeah, Boris Johnson was pretty angry about it and said that we had to commit to net zero. Zach Goldsmith, a minister. Furious. Furious. Up until June this year yeah. um, under Boris Johnson, now a Lord, Conservative mm-hmm. peer, uh, he said that we need an election now. Yeah, calling for his own so party. 
his own party to have an election. Yeah. Um, Suella... <laughs> Do you know what's funny? I want to come back to that. Let me come back to Suella in a minute because okay. that's jokes. Oh, and then the Speaker of the House got really angry and he was like, if yeah. he had the power, the Speaker would recall the House immediately. Ministers are answerable to MPs. We do not have a presidential system here. That was the Speaker's spokesperson. So it's not looking good for him. Going back to Suella. Sorry, are we jumping all over the place? Is this messy? Well, maybe. Um, Now, having heard what Rishi Sunak said during that speech, clearly Suella Braverman was not briefed on it before she went on the broadcast round this morning because she said, we are not going to save the planet by bankrupting the British people. Cars are heavily integral to daily lives. The people have spoken, as they did in Uxbridge. Now... That is strong fighting talk. That sounds like she's about to go, let's go full monster cars all over the country. <laughs> and what Rishi Sunak was actually talking about was we're just not going to tax me, all right? Mm-hmm. So we're not. Uh, don't worry. Uh, no chicken tax. Well, if you. But don't you already get tax on your, your lamb because it comes in as an import from Australia? That's a good point, actually. Oh, no, they've got a trade deal with them. The lamb's oh, coming in for free. I don't, I don't know enough about lamb tax. Have this conversation. Too. Well, <laughs> God, okay, no. You know what? If no, you no, 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 no. if you had spent less time watching, you know, Lego <laughs> Elf or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Lego Elf is good. Um, Suella Braverman mentioned Oxbridge. Yeah, it is mental that one of the three by elections we had this summer has seems to the Conservatives seem to have taken an entirely anti green agenda from like was it it was fewer than eight hundred people. Yeah. They that was, was the majority, the conservative majority, well, and they've taken it as like a green light to go full, don't know, frack the countryside. Frack. That's what him friend friend of the podcast Ben Leo tweeted. Really, saying that he was so he was really pro this, and also that he him we should turn the countryside into Swiss cheese with fracking, which I thought was a a great uh, visual image. Oh yeah, Rishi Sunak also committed to um, opening new oil, oil fields. Yes. Oh, my God. That bit was totally missed out. Yeah, what the hell? What's yeah. he playing at? Well... What the ruddy hell's going on? I don't know. He's going to have oil feed fields and Swiss cheese fracking and all sorts. Um, a point that friend of the podcast, Pippa Crerar, made. <laughs> Sorry, I was going to make the same joke, though. I thought, actually, <laughs> do you know what? I won't. Enough <laughs> uh, of an edit. Up from The Guardian. Um, she made the point that Sunak... And this is like a personal bugbear of mine. I've talked about it on the podcast before. He... Sunak always frames climate stuff in the, in, with like how his daughters feel about it, as if mm-hmm. it's not maybe the most pressing issue of our time. And she made the point, how are you going to explain this to, <laughs> to your daughters? Which I think is quite like a, quite good, it's quite a good line. Tough week for him, isn't it? At bedtime, it's like, well, so Russell Brand. Um, <laughs> so, so don't... don't think there? Well, he's having to explain sexual assault to his children oh as well. Did he say that? Or alleged sexual assault. No, but that's oh, what's happened right. this week. Sorry. Where have you been? Sorry, I, d- I, d- I didn't understand what his comment Basically, at bedtime, he's explaining potential sexual assault and also why he's opening new oil fields. That is going to destroy the climate. Through one neat metaphor of ploughing. Yeah. <laughs> That's final. Um, Sorry. <laughs> it's been a really what, long day. What else have you got in your notes? Well, that's a, that's a really great question there, Ed. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Um, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know what I wanted to talk about. He used the example of Darlington. Yep. 
He was like, how is a hard pressed family living in a terraced house in Darlington going to afford um, a new boiler to, mm -hmm. to keep up with standards or how they're going to afford a new heat pump when their house might not be compatible with heat pump? And there was two things I thought of when he said that. First one was, does he know what a terraced house is? Yep. And then the second one was Darlington, infamously a former mine, mining town, which was shut down by Margaret Thatcher and then never reopened like i mean it, it, there's been like hardly any investment in the area well actually no they that is such a lie because they've got the treasury they were going to put the treasury there yeah so um but apart from that there really isn't anything else and there's like no industry also moving moving government departments to somewhere like darlington only would work if you're going to then hire people who live there if you're just going to import a load of people from london or manchester to go and work there and then you're not actually helping the local economy because no one's got no one's going to get more jobs off of that. You can, no. There's only so many sandwich shops and pubs you can open. But, I think, but it's another point. It like injects cash into the local economy. And also they could just hire people locally. Yeah, but if you don't, if you don't work in like hospitality or you don't work in um, you know, government department, mm. how is it going to have any tangible difference but to also, your life? But if you, do have a, if you don't have a job, then jobs are being created. No, but I'm saying what jobs have been created for you? The hospitality ones. No, but what if you don't work in hospitality? But what if you don't have a job? What? Well, why don't you go and sit with Anne Widdicombe and just tell everyone to go and pick fruit, all right? Like, you okay. know. So I hate, I hate to stick up for, don't know. Uh, do I hate? No, no, it's not devolution. Decentralization. Leveling up. Leveling up. I, as much as I hate leveling up, and I think everything should be London-centric. Mm -hmm. I, th I think I had to explain the rationale to you. On that. Do you hate devolution as well? Because that would be quite um, uh, no, that would be quite I'm a shock for the audience, would, won't it? No, I'm quite pro devolution. Really? Yeah, I think. Are you not? Political opinion has been <laughs> levelled. <by. laughs> um, what? What levels? Oh, really? Is that you don't you don't have a line of questioning for me? You don't have like loads of big questions about egg mayo and tuna. I Sorry, thought I, I was. We're, we're running a tight one. You must have something else in your notes. I've got loads of my notes, but um, I think it would be helpful to just sort of summarise our general thoughts on the press conference. And my thoughts... It was fucking weird. It was weird. It was one of the weirdest things I've seen in my life. Totally. And I just, I don't understand the point of the press conference, actually, unless it is part of an election strategy long term. And they had their new um, Tory conference slogan mm -hmm. on the lectern, which is Do a brighter future for... Long... Britons? No, it was much longer a than that. A longer future for a brighter Britain. No, it was really long. Long-term decisions for a brighter future. Don't touch my meat. But it's... <laughs> Do you know what's really good about that little slogan is that we both remembered it. So <laughs> <laughs> we both watched like one hour yeah, of Richie Sunak speaking <laughs> literally the entire <laughs> time. Then we're like, what was it? Yeah. Something about meat tax? <laughs> Don't touch my meat. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing about Keir Starmer, the veggie. He's going to touch my meat. Yeah. I will be able to go to the butchers. Is he a vegetarian? We literally... Are you joking? <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Was, um, was a Was Lego dick a vegetarian? <laughs> Lego ass? Yeah. Um, I assume he eats meat. I don't, I don't think Tolkien wrote a lot about What do you think he would have on his plate on a Sunday? Tolkien? What meat? No, excuse me. Lego ass? What meat would he eat? Probably like fucking orc. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Looks like meat's back on the menu, boys. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I should have said at the beginning. 
<laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, so uh. so let's just rank a couple of the Tory slogans. You tell me which one your favourite is. Okay. Long-term decisions for a brighter future. Right. God, that is so long. It could be a question from Peston during a press conference. Oh, Barry, oh! God, no! oh! Little passball. <laughs> Little passball. That was the son's Harry call referred to basball. Yeah. Um, I should really get more au fait with cricket things because sometimes like during press conferences, like we'll be in there talking about like, you know, I don't know, uh-huh. heating pumps. And then suddenly someone's talking about basball. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm a googly prime minister. <laughs> and they'll be like, I don't know, someone will be like, oh, sticky wicket, that one. And I'll be like, <laughs> and... and so if it's a sticky wicket, what what would that be? Uh, how <laughs> like, would you play that? Yeah, and what what actually is that? Because in my head, it, it, I actually don't. I, I I don't really know. Like I don't know enough about cricket. You need to wash the wicket, or like it needs to go in a different bin this time, or like what's the? I don't know. Anyway, okay. So <laughs> <laughs> long term decisions for a brighter future. That one. Get Brexit done. Stop the boats. Which was your favourite? Which was my favourite. Uh, get Brexit done. Because? Because uh, they did it. Mission accomplished. Yeah. <laughs> they finally did it. I like a party that keeps the promises. Yeah? Yeah. Um, do you think the Conservatives will use this in like a party political broadcast? What we've just said? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, they'll be like there. Alistair Campbell's son with another <laughs> thing. <laughs> um, At least they've got one free thinker in that family. What do you think about, and I, as, I, as I ask you this question, I'm also going to check my emails to make sure that they haven't. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you, do you think Labour should have responded by now to the announcement? Um, they put that image up of <clears throat> Sunak in Liz Truss's pocket, which I think was quite, quite a good image for, on social media. Okay, right. So Makes them seem mental. Um, what about like an actual, do you think that Keir Starmer should have held? Um, I think... I, not immediately. I don't think it really matters. It's better for strategy if they yeah, just keep like, well, quiet. Well, well, what and... the fuck was that? Yeah. Don't interrupt while your enemy is making a mistake. Is that Thatcher? I think it's like not Sun Tzu. No, but I thought because of the way you were doing your mouth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Ladies, not for trying. See, is that Thatcher? It's very Thatcher, that isn't it? I'm quite good at that. I thought that was actually quite good. Um, There'll be someone listening to this who's hated everything up until now. <laughs> yeah! 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 Um, um, yeah, no, they, they, yeah, Labour haven't said anything. So yeah, be quiet while your enemy is making mistakes. Um, also, I don't really know what they would have responded to exactly because no, they're it not. Nothing, it was so weird. It was so like lacking in specifics. Yeah, that you, policy. You know what he could do? He could really do a one eighty on them. He could absolutely destroy them. He needs to go to the Ford factory tomorrow that's being built and he needs to roll his sleeves up. He has to have a hard hat on. What was I going to say there? Jeez. (laughs) (laughs) My God. Hard hat on. I'm glad you said hat in between those two words. (laughs) I nearly didn't. That's a problem. (laughs) Sorry. This is my official labour advice. Okay. Go to the Ford factory. Roll up your sleeves. Hard hat on. <laughs> Sorry, fuck. And he needs to, yeah, he needs to basically do a deal where he's shaking the hands of whoever invested the 400 million he's going to say under a Labour government, I will commit to investing in green business. Yeah. And that would totally batter him. And then the Telegraph can write it up as um, Starmer to let 100,000 asylum seekers in to 
spirit the green revolution do you know what i think a really interesting political visual metaphor would be for any politician was if they ran over an exo bully in an election <laughs> vehicle <laughs> like what would that say like for any like of your of any political stripe i'm swearing what, what, what do you say about that who would back that policy? <laughs> well, I don't know. Like, is it slander to say Emily Thornberry? <laughs> <laughs> I, but what, what is that? I think would Richard Tice back that? No, no, no. He be a, he he likes the XR bullies. I can imagine. And probably doesn't like electric vehicles. Anyone who believes in a small state would not believe in calling the elect, uh, XL bullies. I don't know, but they're also probably like pro children not being mauled. No, but if you like laissez-faire politics, you would say the children, if they get in the way, that's natural selection. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Who would win in a fight? Oh. Uh, Tesla <laughs> or an XL bully? I think the XL bully. Yeah, I think it would fucking tear that thing to shreds. Yeah, I think it would too. Um, Wait, there was one more thing I wanted to say. Oh, I know. XL bully owners. If you did a Venn diagram of them and people who also supported capital punishment, I reckon full circle. I, but I think you could say that with a lot of things. Like Wales. Um, being over the age of 75, potentially. Oh, right, yeah. Supporting Millwall? Supporting Millwall? Don't talk about my... You don't support Millwall. My mum's side of the family does. Oh, really? Yeah. You know a lot about football, but someone who claims not to... Yeah, well, I don't know. I thought we were talking about cricket. Um... Oh, wait, what, <laughs> <laughs> what about our thing we were going to do, which was... Oh, so the, Ava came up with a game where, in light of... Sunak overturning things that weren't going to happen or don't exist. Yeah, don't exist. Or haven't yet happened yet. Haven't happened yet. Right. Okay, I now understand it because I didn't really yeah. understand it when you explained to me up the stairs. We are now going to overturn things that haven't happened to us yet. Yeah. Or haven't done yet. Yeah. So what, what is yours? Can you go first? Well, no. It's <laughs> a stupid game. I thought it was a good potential game. Um, I... I'm going to overturn a messy divorce. A messy divorce? Yeah. That's a really good one. Yeah, fucking cancelled out. It's going to be a clean divorce and I'm taking the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Let's leave it there. Um, that was the Paul Joe podcast. Once again, don't tax our meat. Yeah. It's on the record? Yes. Uh, if you want to chat about this episode... Join us on the Politics Joe subreddit. And don't forget to buy tickets to come see Ava and some lovely guests at the live podcast at The World Transformed in Liverpool. Where Mick Lynch's meat will be tax-free. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.